KKFN. <laughs> and KKFN. HD1, Long Montana. The 5 o'clock whistle, powered by smart local union nine sheet metal workers. So my description and the depiction of work may be different from yours. Because I think some of y'all thinking you're working and you ain't working. What you think is work ain't work to us that's standing on this wall. Because we understand what work is. Um, you've seen a plethora of Hall of Fame guys come in here. And the commonality that we all share, Mr. Sack, and that's what I'm going to let you take from him, is work. We wouldn't be in those gold jackets that we had that we didn't pay for if we didn't work. Man, Coach Prime, I'm so excited for UC. We'll get to this top five list with the Broncos, but... What Prime said today, oh my goodness. I want to be so dominant here. I mean, we're going to be so dominant that we're going to pack the stadium, we're going to sell out all our apparel, we're going to do this, we're going to be on television, we're going to make so much... We're going to command so much revenue for this university that we're going to add a baseball team. Man, now you're talking. That's, That's the dream. That's, that's the dream. That's that, the that, that has, you know, they used to have baseball years ago. Right. Right. And, and uh, that is, I've been here 20 years now, and that's the one thing I get asked about all the time. Can we get a baseball team? That's the goal. So, that is the great Mark Johnson with Prime, Deion Sanders. Um, no, Sean, let me just, the fact that Prime brought that up. And we'll get to the top five things we're excited about the Bronx, but let me just tell you something. It's not just about baseball itself it's about having great expectations for where you are and about raising everything up i'm a big baseball guy always have been always will be it's my it's my jam we're a baseball family it's been painful watching the rockies as they're on their quest to 100 losses for the first time and i did watch the end of the Rockies game. I am that sucker that flips on the TV and thinks we're down 7-3 to the Braves. Maybe if we get something going with Nolan Jones, we can make something happen. But I'm disappointed, you know, day after day. But my heart still supports I'm the problem because I still love baseball. And inherently because of that, I'll love the Rockies, I guess, because I'm an idiot. I suppose that's the way it goes. But you know what I love the best about Prime and about guys like him, man? Man, just take those expectations, man, and put them through the roof. Mm. You know, say that we're going to be so good. We're going to do so many positive things. We're going to lift up everybody else. Dude, come on. I mean, that is, are you kidding me? To have a leader in leadership that raises everything for everybody else, even things he is not directly connected to and man I'm, I don't know how many baseball highlights you've watched Deion Sanders dude dude was sick yeah it's pretty good pretty good it's pretty good oh my gosh how many home runs did he have oh plenty I don't I don't know enough Drew uh, KJ we can look it up lifetime home runs for you know for for Deion Sanders it's, let me get on my it's it's a couple you know that wasn't really his game, right, exactly. but he could he could do and that's it. That's impressive in itself. Being able to hit a ball, a major league baseball. Oh. Someone, come on, bro. Listen, I don't think Deion Sanders had the best batting average, but he was right. kind of on and off with baseball. But where he was really exciting was what he would do 
dynamically with speed. And we see a little bit of that with uh, Ellie De La Cruz right now with the Reds is that it goes kind of back into baseball, not just about power, but getting on base, hitting the ball. What do you got there? What do you see? This can't be right. What? It might be. He played for the Yankees at one point? Yes. What? He was a starting center fielder for a while. Hey, uh, career, yeah. career 39. 39 home runs. And how, and how many games? That that's what you gotta look at. It's no, not a lot. Uh, Six hundred and forty-one games. All right, so it's not a ton. But I mean, come on, you hit some. He hit a couple. Guys. But look how many games he played. All right, let's getting me a little distracted. All right, you know, that's not the point. The, the point <laughs> is, the point is, he's bringing great yeah. expectations to the table that we're gonna do something else. We're gonna raise everybody up. I love that man. His mindset, bro. I love what his mindset is. We need to hold on to him as long as possible. Ain't no doubt about and, it. Uh, and I mean, and it might not happen this year. Who knows? But having that mindset going into it is, is a big key, I feel like. You know, and maybe they won't win more than four or five games. But, okay, that's something to build on. And Absolutely. Like, Let's build. And we're going to keep on building it. You know how he says it. Do you have the patience in the NFL to build? It doesn't seem like they do. Cause it doesn't they get, feel like it does. No, because they get rid of the quarterback and the head coaches right away sometimes. So that's why when we look at the list of the top five things that you're excited about, mm. all right, I'm putting Russ on the list. Don't think you have to do it. Though. No, I don't have to. I feel like you have to do it. That's, mm-hmm. that's how you feel right nope. now. Nope. I don't know if I'm putting it in one. I got to think about this for a second. But it just took you a long time to tell me what you were excited about. Well, I just thought you'd drop Russ in there at some point. So I was like, you know, I was like, well, I was just kind of waiting for it. Mm. I was just sort of, you know, here it comes. And I want him to do well, and I think he's going to do Listen, it's hard to do any worse than you did last year. So, I mean, he's going to have a better season, and then maybe he gets on the roll. Bronco D, one through five, and Adele in the room who can build culture and win. Sean Payton, let's go. I'm putting Sean Payton at number one, too. Of course. Got to. I'm putting Sean Payton at number one. I'm putting ownership at number two. You went to the ownership, huh? Okay. Yep. I understand that. Let me tell you, man. Big pockets up there. Let me tell you, it's been a rocky road here at the fan. The one thing that I've loved the most about the fan is that we are free to have our own opinions about what's going on, and we've been supported in that over the years. And when John Elway stepped up during training camp quite a few years ago and talked in detail that Mr. B. Bolin was stepping away, and you, you probably saw Mr. Bolin when you were drafted. Mm-hmm. He was probably good days and bad days. But as time went on while you were there, there were sadly many more bad days. But he was all right when you first came around. You probably right. had some conversations with yeah, him. I ran into him a couple times. A couple probably times. A handful. Yeah. yeah. Things got progressively worse, sadly, and then he you know passed. And it was very, very sad because of what he means to this community. Mm-hmm. But we knew, no, Sean, that it was pretty obvious once John Elway announced, well, you know, Mr. B is not going to be involved with day-to-day stuff, and he's stepping away, and the disease has progressed to the, to the point of, well, who's, who's next? What's going to happen? And what we had over the next few years was, I mean, it was rough. It was rough. It's like, who's running the team? Who's in charge? Who's making the calls? Where are things going? There were legal battles. There were fights inside of the family itself. I mean, there was there was all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I would refer anybody still to this day to go back and read Nikki Jabala's column about is kind of like Game of Thrones with the Broncos. And so Nikki, Nikki and I actually worked together on a lot of stuff 
behind the scenes, and Nikki is a thousand times better reporter than than I. But the two of us were, you know, we were we were a little crew, me and Nikki, about stuff that we thought was important to find out details about what was going on. No, Sean, that dragged on for literally years, years and years and years. And you know what? Ownership matters. But it does. It's not like a. It's not like a light switch. It matters. It, it's sort of a, a a slow burn. The way it matters, because a lot of things with ownership take a long time to work themselves out. And you can look at what Joe Ellis did and and pat him on the back. I mean, they grew the franchise. The franchise grew in value. They sold it for four point six five billion dollars. I mean, they won a Super Bowl with Joe Ellis running the team, and with John Elway as the general manager. Won a Super Bowl with that. And then they went into the longest losing streak of any team ever in NFL history in terms of winning percentage after a Super Bowl win. Did you know that? Didn't know that. They have the worst, worst (laughs) winning percentage of any Super Bowl champion team post-winning a Super Bowl. When the Broncos won back-to-back Super Bowls in the 90s, they had one 6-10 year. They were back in the playoffs the year after that. They rebounded that quickly. Mm-hmm. The Broncos still haven't come back, and the biggest reason, no shot, in my opinion, is they just, they just were up in the air with ownership. Okay. What I've seen from the Walton Penner group, and I wasn't sure what to make of it, because I was like, well, why, why do these people care? Like, what's going on with these, these folks? Like, why do they even want to do this? But, dude, it's been impressive. It's been impressive. Yeah. There's there's nothing that those guys don't want. There's nothing that they're not going to provide. Yeah. They had to make a brutally tough decision in firing Hackett. I I don't care how bad you think he is. Firing a guy after one year was very, very hard to do. Mm -hmm. They've done all the right things. Not a few of the right things. All of the right things. And I think when fans go and they look at the big Jumbotron yeah. and they have better Wi-Fi and things are just cooler, their period. And I think as the players go, the facilities are just going to get better and better and better. They've taken things so seriously. So, you know, and this is coming from an area where I've been critical of ownership over the years. I'm putting that at number two. That's how good it is. Interesting. I was going to say something. Uh, well, more so than last year or is it just the same? They were, they were getting their feet wet. You know, okay, they, so, took, okay. they took over the team. They had been aiming to buy the team for a while. Like, this does not happen overnight. Right. I mean, there were a lot of conversations and a lot of, like, how are we going to do this? But they took over the team. They had the keys to the building in training camp. And the first thing they signed off on, the first big thing they signed off on, Russell's new oh, contract. Right. Okay. Because they didn't have to do it. He had two years left on his deal. You could have just waited. You could have said, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> should they have waited? Yeah, they should have waited. I was saying they should have waited like last year. You know, Did you really? Before, yeah, I was like. They before should. they signed him. Yeah, before they signed him. Like, yeah, just let's see what he can give us first. That's, what, that's why. That's how I am. You need to prove it to me first before I jump on the bandwagon. No, Sean, I was a sucker. <laughs> I was a sucker. Um, a lot of people would just said, pay him and get I, it out I, the way. I just said it. Yeah. I was like, you've given up two first rounders, two second rounders. You gave up Shelby Harris, um, Drew Locke, a partridge in a pear tree. You've given up everything. Like, why mess around? Well, it's just more so like, okay, if he has a great season, who cares if we have to pay him more? That's where I was at. Like, don't pay him. Just wait. I was a fool. 
And I, I mean, was you weren't wrong for it. It's not um, wrong either way. I don't think it's wrong. Hindsight is I was wrong. I was I was so enthusiastic. I was just blinded. I'm like, this is amazing. This can't go wrong. This is great. I loved Hackett. Okay. I, I I was like, this guy's got all this energy because I was sick of Vic Fangio, <laughs> and I just was like, this is fantastic too. Like this makes a lot of sense. Wrong, 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 go wrong. Go. I mean, so they got him. I mean, they ain't got Payton, Sean Payton. I mean, yeah, they've done some great things. Ownership. I agree. They made a tough decision. They've tough moved decision, on. Yeah. It's a it's a tough spot for George Payton to be in, but he survived. For now, I mean, <laughs> we're casting off George Payton draft picks like there's no tomorrow. But okay, I want it to work out. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to get rid of at this point. I think there was a lot of anger built up. I don't want them to get rid of George Payton at this point. No. I don't want them to get rid of anybody. No, Sean, the one thing that we know, man, you got to be consistent, right? Yeah. you got to build a culture. The Steelers have had three coaches for like 100 years. Yes, well. Right? You've got to have something you can count on. Day in, day out, this is it. Maybe it's not perfect all the time, but it's something that you can rely on. Mm-hmm. It's something that is there that you trust, you respect, and you just got to be all in. The biggest thing about the Denver Nuggets, it was great covering the Nuggets, man. How big of a Nuggets fan are you? No, I like the Nuggets. Yeah, man. I enjoyed watching them this past year and the years years, uh, years past. I mean, I've been watching them since Carmelo. What Nikola Jokic said during the year was, you have to learn how to win. Then he goes, you have to learn what losing feels like. Then you have to know how to win in the playoffs. Then you have to figure out what it feels to lose like in the playoffs. Then you have to build towards the championship. Michael Malone said, um, we're not skipping any steps. They believed in this team and their core. Now, they made other changes, but they stuck with their coach, Michael Malone. Mm -hmm. The Avs stuck with their coach, Jared Bednar. They identified their core players. And once you identify your core players and you know you have a coach that you can rely on with ownership that's going to stick by you, no, Sean, you know what happens then? Freaking win. Hmm. Were you one of the people where that didn't like the way that Malone was would uh, kind of jump on his guys and kind of call them out in the media? I loved it. You did? Okay. Here's why. Because I was around the team straight for two straight years. I was at every, every single game. I missed one Nuggets game, one Nuggets home game in two years. I was at a million of their practices, shoot-arounds, post-games, waiting an hour for Nikola Jokic to come out of the showers and eat and work out and meet his family. And I think he would leave the building and come back, but he would eventually talk to us. (laughs) Two straight years of being around them. And everything from Michael Malone was genuine. So when he was getting on the players, that's because that's who he is with the players. He was not trying to make something up. Soft. He's hey man, yeah, yeah. and I tell you, he. I just I don't care. If, I don't care how many times the guy gets after the players, as long as it's genuine, mm-hmm. as long as it's consistent. It was never manufactured with Michael Malone, ever. And the same is true for Jared Bednar too. He did it in a different way with his hockey guys. So you ask you, you ask a great question, because a lot of people said, you know, oh Malone's yeah, just yeah. you know make. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. It's just who he was. And that's why he came out with the parade hammered with <laughs> chains talking about dynasty, 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 holding the chains and being like that. 
as opposed to Jared Bednar, who came out at a parade back-to-back years. Are you kidding me? Jared Bednar comes out at a parade, and he's crying. Do you have, hey, man, you got some happy drunk Bednar to play for no Sean there, KJ? Can we find happy drunk Bednar? They gave me my first chance. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh, man. One more, one more time. They gave me my first chance. Oh, he's, uh, yeah, he's choked out for sure. But Melody, hey, do you have Dynasty? I'm screaming Dynasty. I know that's somewhere around. I know the morning show plays it. Bednar was just in a different role, man. He just was laid back. He was, they were all, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, two sheets, right? Mm-hmm. But but Malone came up there angry. He comes out there like. Dynasty, dynasty, dynasty. Yeah. So you got happy drunk Bednar, who's just, you know, so grateful. They gave me my first chance. And then you have Firepot, you know, Mike. Dynasty, dynasty, dynasty. That's what I'm talking about. You don't have to be the exact same. You have to have the same passion. Gotcha. You have to keep it real. You have to be honest. Yeah, I like. I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't have nothing to say wrong about it. And that's what was wrong with Josh McDaniels. I know you love Josh because he drafted you. He told you how it was as well. He did. Okay. He would get on you. Do your job and quit making. I love that. Do Just, you? Yes. Do you really? Because stop making stuff up. Like for real. Like, do your job. Love it. During, okay. Love it, Josh. You do love that. Yeah, man. And like I said, I didn't know any different. I'm a rookie coming in. I mean, everything's moving 100 miles per hour. Didn't it occur to you this guy was a lunatic? <laughs> nope, because we had some lunatics at Georgia as well, culture-wise. I'm just like, hey, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. I don't think it works, man. I don't think that actually works. I think it worked one place. I think it worked one place for one very specific reason. Mm. I think it works in New England because Bill Belichick had the greatest quarterback of all time. You don't think we would have had uh, if Peyton was here with Josh? You don't think we would have had a great year? Wow. Woo! Just saying. All right, I got to think about that one. Just saying. Uh, First of all, all right, this is tricky because I have to accept your premise, so I'm working hard to do that. Because my natural instinct is Peyton Manning would want nothing to do with a coach so closely associated with the Patriots. Peyton Manning didn't trust the Patriots. He used to have meetings outside the locker room because he thought the, the, the rooms were bugged. That is not a joke. That is for real. So I got I to gotta roll with that Peyton Manning actually would agree to be with the mm. Patriots guy. Mm. Okay, let me okay. shake the cobwebs on that and think about that for a second. Okay. Um... Who are the receivers? Yes, uh, no, your team. Your, yeah, same your, thing, Dak. You know. Um, Dak and DT. DT. You're the running back. We got Vaughn or we don't have Vaughn? Well, no, Josh never had Vaughn, did he? No. So he didn't have Vaughn, so we don't have Vaughn. Oh, man. You know, Josh would have cheated somehow. He would have done <laughs> something. He Would you have won? You would You would have got. Here's what would have happened. You definitely would have got to the playoffs. You would have got to the, you. You don't start six and zero with Peyton Manning and not make the playoffs. There's no, there's no way, zero chance that happens. But but Josh, hey man, Josh was going to torpedo something. It's a damn good question though. He <laughs> said he would have torpedoed something. Plus, it, it was in his nature. That's who he was. Hmm. Sure, Deck was here. Did I'm Deck doing my list. Here? Here's what yeah, I'm, you you stopped on the list. I'm I'm putting Russ number three. I'm putting Russ number three on Deck things. Deck wasn't here yet. 
I'm putting Russ number three of things to look forward to. Yeah, that's what I have him as as well. Gotta. Things that will tell me. Tell me that. I, I think it's a weird thing to say. I'm looking forward to ownership. I think that's odd, but I just believe that they're doing the right thing. So I'm I'm looking forward to more of that. I think good things will happen. So that's an odd one to put. So I'm putting Russ number three. I'm putting Russ number three because we gotta. He's, he's gotta be on the list, no, Sean. He's gotta. But you gotta give me something though. Like give me uh, why? Why, why? What are you excited for though? I mean, yeah. All right, you know. I'll tell you what I've seen in training camp. Well, okay. Are you allowed to do this? Yes, I am. Because right. you can talk about, I'll tell you what I saw in training camp during training camp when the fans were there, and I'll leave out the stuff that Got when it. the fans weren't there. I'll just stick to that. Nobody could tell the difference one way or the other, but you guys just have to trust me on this. <laughs> what I see from the Broncos, no, Sean. First of all, um, the blocking on the offensive line, pass blocking is likely going to be an issue. Likely going to be an issue. Okay. No, Sean, they are going to run the damn rock like nobody's business. And when they don't run the ball, you've got you've got running backs who can catch the ball, and um, you, you got this fullback, you know, who is kind of a little weird secret weapon, um, number twenty, Michael Burton. Okay, know his name because there's going to be times that he's going to sneak up and really surprise you. All right, so just get to know Michael Burton. The receiver situation is not going to be great. This goes back, no, Sean, to Tebow times. Okay? I saw Cortland Sutton, like, in a short sleeve shirt this year. He looked like DK Metcalf. And he was making plays left and right. And I'm like, oh, my God, is he about to have a 100-catch season? The answer to that question is definitely no. Nobody's going to have a 100-catch season because that is not going to be the way Russell Wilson throws the ball. He is going to have a high completion percentage. Maybe one of the best completion percentages of his career. 67 to 70%, somewhere in there. Because a lot of these passes, no, Sean, you know what they're going to be? I see you. Here you go. One, maybe two looks. We are not talking about a complicated system here. Not at all. Justin Fields is not going to have a complicated system there in Chicago. You can already see that in preseason, what they're doing. This is why letting Alberto go is a little tricky because that is a weapon. That doesn't mean Russ isn't going to throw the ball down the field. It just means they're going to set up play action, no, Sean, and take mm-hmm. chances when chances matter more. So, so Russell Wilson, I'm telling you why I'm excited. He's about to throw for oh. 68% higher completion okay, so percentage. You, so over, under, um, 70, uh, 67, are you saying I'll over? go above. I'll go over. Okay. I'll go over. I bet you he throws over 68% completion percentage. I am going to write that down. Write it down. Put it in your book. Call me on it later. I'll remember. The tricky part about the Broncos season is they're going to do this, but they're not going to score a lot of points. Because the nature of an offense like this is what? 20, 21, 22, 23 points, something like that. Yeah. So number four so. on my list. So I'm excited about Russ because it's going to be, <laughs> and I'm going to call it. You know How many tugs this year? Over under. Well, he might be flipping some short ones in the red zone to like Jaleel McLaughlin and stuff. Um, Let me see. Can can you you give me 30 30 and 13? Now, give me 30 and 9. 30 and 9. 30 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and give me 3,800 yards. So 30. He had 16 last year. So you're saying 30. He's doubling that. Yes. 30. And how many picks? Nine. 
He's still going to have problems getting passes batted down the line. Balls are going to pop up in the air. Other guys are. I mean, it's, it's still going to be. He's still short. No, Sean. <laughs> oh man, this I got to go under thirty, brother. Okay, what are you hitting at? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. How many picks? Nine. Twenty-three and nine. Yeah, you're you're you're. Uh, I gotta sell you a little bit here. You're you're you you got doubts, and I I understand why. I, they're reasonable. All your doubts are absolutely reasonable. But what I've seen in training camp is things to be encouraged by, and that's why I'm supporting Russ, and that's what I'm excited about. I'll give you the rest of my top five list, and we'll get yours at 303-713-1043. This is The Drive on The Fan. Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan presents The Drive. This man, because it has like a little country feel to it a little bit. Ain't no doubt, food fighters, man. We're gonna listen to this ride a little bit. Man, we're starting a new year, man. It's time to just. No feeling, no shot. Just put the past behind you a little bit, you know? Let's go. What other show is going to play Ski Yee and Wheels by Foo Fighters? Know what I'm saying? Little Jack Harlow. Second baseman for the Reds in the 70s. That's just there for Drew. Come on now. That's right. Come on, Broncos. your question, not on this station. All right. Turn it up. No, Sean, let's go, man. Yeah, someone said they've never heard you just happen before. <laughs> you I know, like it. it's, uh, oh, that's a mean person. I've been happy plenty. <laughs> I learned so much from, and 24 years here in Denver for me. 25, you count, with my dad, my dad, my dad, let me tell you the, the dad story real quick. Oh, I'm not, man, I'm going to choke up again. It's kind of stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> All right, real quick dad story. Real quick dad story if you haven't heard. Well, my, my dad went through something and just life just, you know, it wasn't working out. Wasn't working out. He wanted the, he was working for a, uh, a, a, a motor oil company and they wanted him to sell like air filters and motor oil in Albany instead of Massachusetts where he was from. He just didn't want to do it. Didn't want to move his family out to Albany. I just grew up thinking Albany was the worst place in the world. Trust me. And then Zach buys from Albany, but you know. Well, he went to school in Albany. He's not from Albany. Anyways, um, he loved uh, a writer, Hunter Thompson. He's a big, my dad at 86 years old, no, Sean, are you ready for this? Reads three or four books a week. He's an accomplished painter. He has been my hero. He moved the entire family out to Steamboat Springs for no damn reason other than to write a book and ski. Seriously. 
and he went to Steamboat. And Steamboat in 1977 was a cowboy town. It ain't what it is now. Don't even worry about it, KJ. That's way too far away. We just got to get you past uh, Idaho Springs. Never mind Steamboat. And, dude, it was crazy as a kid to go there. Like, why are we here? I'm eight. What are you doing to me? Where are all my friends? That sort of thing. But guess what happened that year when I was in third grade with the Denver Broncos? My man, they went to the first Super Bowl in their history. Mm. They lost to the Cowboys, but the Broncos, who had been a doormat, went to the Super Bowl. So when Randy Gratishar, just the other day, Randy Gratishar, the Orange Crush. Mm. You've at least heard the nickname, mm-hmm. the Orange Crush, yeah. right? You know some of those guys, right? You bumped into them, I would assume, over the years. Yeah, I probably bumped into them. Haven Moses, maybe, or... Um, probably bumped into somebody. Yeah, so... Um, damn, dude. Like, there's Randy Gratishar. Man, I'm telling you, he was like a hero of mine when I was freaking eight years old. And I'm sitting here in front of this dude. Like, think about your sports heroes. Like, who was your guy when you were a kid? Like, Growing up? Yeah, I mean, like, when you were a kid, like, just who was a guy that was just like, that's my that's my jam right there. That's my dude. It was The Rock. <laughs> okay. I it was The Rock. Right, I wanted awesome. to be a wrestler when that's I was a kid. A, I that was, is I awesome. So, so can you imagine you're sitting, sitting there and, oh, I don't know if you bumped into The Rock. Have you ever met The Rock? No. Mm-mm. You got to sure. talk to Stink, Stink Mark Schlereth. He's, like, best friends with the guy. Yeah. Son of a yeah. But you're sitting there, and you're talking, I'm talking to Randy Grant. I just, I just can't. I pinch myself. You know what I'm saying? Pinch myself. And moving here in 1999 um, to just, you know, this the crazy world of what we do here, man. And I've been up and down all over the place. But, hey, man, watching teams win championships, no, Sean? Come on, man. That stays with you. I take the good memories more than the bad memories, don't oh, you? Yeah, yeah, you have to. Have to. So I'm here. The Broncos are winning Super Bowls. Not when I got here, and they started losing. But, you know, <laughs> they bounced back okay. They made runs. Uh, Jake Plummer had a really good run. It was kind of interesting for a minute. And then, you know, you guys came in. It was super exciting. And Mike Shanahan, dude, Mike Shanahan getting fired was something else, man. It was a trip. And we had the highest expectations for Josh McDaniels. But all through that, I mean, we got the we got the Avalanche winning in two thousand one. You know, man. And then look at the past just couple years. Mm-hmm. And, and let's not forget the Broncos. Yeah, going to a Super Bowl. What did it feel like to play in a Super Bowl? It was just all the stuff leading up to the Super Bowl that was different. You know, all the interviews. I mean, you're the center of attention. You know, it's the Super Bowl, baby. Um, being back home for me, being back to Jersey, that, that was crazy. I was like, right. man, I'm back home. I got the chance to go to a um, a high school, talk to the kids. That was really cool. Um, and just everything, like I said, that the sur- surrounding the Super Bowl was different. So that was really um, awesome to go through and to be a part of. But, you know, the game is just a game. Once that, when, does once it that just ball, feel, when does it feel like just right a game? Right on kickoff. Really? Yeah. And... The halftime show is way too long. Okay? That's another thing I was thinking when I was in there. Like, bro, why is this 30 minutes? It's like 40 minutes sitting in the locker room. You're, trying, you're running around the locker room trying to stay warm. Like, halftime show is too low. Okay. All right. Don't so, tell Michael Jackson that. You know, Don't tell Prince that. Hey, too long. You know, okay. All right. All right. But uh, great experience, man. You know, being around those guys and being just in your center of attention, you know? So that was really cool. But, you know, Percy Harvin. 
took back that touchdown and it hurt. I thought, I thought you guys were going to just get it together. <laughs> I still, I, I'm telling you, I still thought it was going to turn around. Yeah, so same. to be back, and I'm sorry you weren't on the team for Super Bowl 50. I am. But um, it was great to be there, too. Right. Let me tell you, man. That was one of the most amazing things of all time. And um, we had this big party. We threw a party, and it was crazy. People came to San Francisco who didn't have tickets for the game just to come to our party. Mm. Back-to-back nights. But I missed the second night of our party. Didn't miss the game, but I missed our second night. You know why? My older son had a, um, uh, a, a singing performance. He's a great singer. He's an all-star singer. So I just got my ass on a plane and came back for his performance on Saturday night. And I just hopped on another plane and just went back That's to San Francisco on a Super Bowl morning. Nice. Because the one thing that tops any team, of course, is your family. Oh, family of always comes. Got to be there for that. I know he probably will always remember that and enjoy it. I doubt he has any memory of it whatsoever. He will. He doesn't care. But it's okay because I love that kid like you can't believe. But that's the passion of sports. That's what gets you going. And, man, I just want that again, no, Sean, yeah. for the Broncos. Because we've been through it before. We've seen it. Yep. And the Avalanche and the Nuggets, they're like leading the path. The Nuggets going to win it again, by the way. Again? Like, hell yeah. And the Avs are going to be one of the favorite teams. The Do I Avs are, write that one down again? Well, you write that one the down. The Nuggets are winning again. Again. They're winning it again. You know why, KJ? Is Michael Porter Jr. is going to the Hall of Fame. It's hard to win back to back. I don't know about that. But, mm-hmm. but we need the Broncos to join uh, join up. Yeah, so. they need to have a successful season. They need to have a winning season, for sure. It is all different in, in town when the Broncos are winning, right? Hell it yeah, is it is. Damn right it is. This yeah. this At the end of the day, while we love everything, right. while we love everything, and hey, Coach Prime, wh- I am fired up about CU. I'm excited to see the hockey guys skating down at the rink recently. They're getting going. I'm seeing highlights of Jamal back in the lab working out. I mean, you know, I'm excited about all of it, but nothing, nothing is as good as when the Broncos are good. Nothing. And that's where we got to get to. Our guy Cecil coming up soon. 303-713-1043. What are you the most excited about? This is The Drive on the Fan. Let's go. Young, I got old cash. I can't take this. Way. I got problems. Got my lab with me popping up uh. like a damn tash. Popping uh. on the ass. I just bought Jeez. new OJ. Yeah, it's so fast. Smoking. That's why I let you know. I put on my uh, KJ. I put on my biking shorts just for just for no shot. Can't take it. And then the socks to go with. I can't. Oh, he threw the leg up. You got that, man? Check out the we got it. You know what I'm saying? We, I mean, look at You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm giving some stuff away. The dreams are being shattered. These bike shorts show. They don't leave much to the imagination, do they? <laughs> Again, twitch.tv slash 1043. You gotta get there. You gotta get there. Ah, uh, too funny. Mm-mm-mm. Hey. Hey, aerodynamic baby, I see you. Hey, going, wow. going. I, I, I'm gonna, I, hey man, some some folks around behind the scenes here are dogging on that Harlow song. Man, oh man, oh man, we don't like that Harlow song. I love it. I don't know where Cecil's at with it. There's our guy, Cecil the Diesel. <laughs> 
Don't forget hey. to finish your list, too. Yeah, I got, I got, I got two more things. See, so we're doing our top five things that we're excited about with the uh, Broncos. Okay, top five things. I like it. That you're excited about. Excited about. Mm-hmm. We already did what you're worried about. Oh, okay. What you're yeah, excited that. about. That was easy. What I'm excited about is Jaleel McLaughlin. Number, is that number one for you? That is number one. Uh, the explosion on this team at the running back position with Jaleel McLaughlin, who I think could get as many as 20% of the snaps. Javante's still going to do his thing. Samaji's fine. 20%. Yeah, oh, I, I got to think I about that. 20% of the snaps. How many How many times we run the ball again? Uh, probably 35. How many times are you throwing? And then probably about 25. Whoa. You're not going to throw a whole lot. You're going to dink whoa, and whoa, dunk. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Well, don't forget they have the virtual handoffs, though. It's not going to be that big of a discrepancy. <laughs> really? Okay. I, don't, I don't think so, man. In the last three days of practice, we've seen the actual Broncos offense. In training camp, we just saw vanilla stuff. Even oh, okay. Brandon Johnson talked so you, about it today. You, you think it's 35-25? I think Run that the pass. when they get to pay dirt, you might see a little more passing, but between the 20s, they're going to run the ball. Okay. Over under on 30 touchdowns from Russ. Does it include rushing? No. Just then passing? No. no. How many? 25. I said 30, but I'll I'll take the, the rushing touchdowns, too. Yeah, I'll, if I'll, you add in five rushing touchdowns, then he'll get 30. Uh, I'll count those. Yeah. I'll give him 30, 20, 26. All right, rushing. Jaleel McLaughlin. You want to keep going? Got other things as you're excited about? That's what I'm excited about? Yeah. I'm That's excited wrong. about the chemistry with Greg Dulcich. Greg Dulcich is a guy who had a kind of slower start to camp. Albert O was making more plays than Greg Dulcich at one point. But again, over the last three days of practice, which I can't really talk about, I think the chemistry with Dulcich is getting better. Go. Three. He's number two. Number three. Go. I'm excited about yeah. these young pass rushers. You have waves That's upon wave of pass mm-hmm. rushers on the defensive side. So Randy Gregory, Frank Clark, exactly. excellent. I talked to Thomas and Coombe today. This is a young player that learns fast, so I like seeing that he UDFA well. from I Central like Michigan. Yeah. Right. I'm at three. You want okay. four? Yeah, you might as well. Cause pa- I, uh, uh, Pat Sertan is still, still awesome. Okay, Be excited. But you're, Justin you're, Simmons will lead the league in interceptions. So you're so, Simmons? Okay. Yeah, he had what? Six last year? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He nine. led the league last year. Him and Tariq Woolen oh, yeah, were tied. Last year, six or nine. Your guy. Yeah, six, my guy. Five. I had to bring him up. Last one. Last one. Come on. Let me see. Oh, last one. He's, he's, um, he's Drew Sanders me. will be. Me, the same thing you did. Drew yeah, Sanders will be a sneaky. Five sack guy. So pretty much all defense for you. I was there with defense as well. Hey, I had Julie McLaughlin, my number one. one. Most excited about the running back position. What'd you leave off? Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. It ain't about Russ. So did he. It ain't about Russ. So did so did so did so did Nosha. This season isn't about Russ. You're gonna win because of the team. Yeah, but I just said what are you excited about? It ain't Russ. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Wow, it ain't? No? Does 25 touchdowns get you, get you excited? Hmm. I am excited about Russ. I actually put Russ on my list. Okay. I did at three. Okay. I actually threw ownership up there because I just think they're going to do the right thing, and that's going to pervade a lot of other stuff. You know, that's a weird one to put there. I put Sean Payton number one. You actually didn't put Sean Payton on anything over there. Okay. I, I do love what you said about Jaleel McLaughlin. I do think he's special. 20%. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out how many touches that is. Um, I, I am excited about Jaleel McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you another guy who I'm, I want to be excited about because I'm totally rooting for is Randy Gregory. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I want to be excited because I think he brings a dynamic pass rush. He's got to hold up in the run, and he's got to stay healthy. And, mm, and That's the main thing, yeah. But we have seen him wreck shop at points. I'm so nervous about Frank Clark 
I think Clark is, I don't know. I want him to be great. I just think there's something, he's got me a little bit nervous. Just like for other reasons too, but like, but I'm rooting for him because he's a hell of a personality. And he's fun to be around, that's for damn sure. He's a character, that's for sure. He's a character. No, yeah. Sean, my man, thank you so much. No, thank you, man. It was a good day. That was a blast. I'm sorry you <laughs> spilled pizza all over your, your white T-shirt. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. And that's not one of those uh, Costco white T-shirts that I wear. <laughs> that's a designer T-shirt right there. Hey, Drew, uh, thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Good day for you. Reference CU. Let's go, Coach Brown. CSU. Have, oh, oh no, no, no. Drew's a CU. Went to CSU. You want to defend yourself here, Drew, going out the door? Or no? Both. You did do both. Oh, I did do both. Okay. And I went to community college, no, Sean, so I, you know, no LCCC. Last chance Cowboy College gear is not not real high on my list. I got no, nothing but love for the JUCOs. My son just finished up the JUCO stint, so I got, I got, let's go. There you go. King of JUCOs. And KJ, my man. I mean, we're playing Joe Walsh. We're playing Foo Fighters. We're playing Ski Whatever the heck that was. We're throwing out some uh, Jack Harlow. Man, doesn't get better than my guy, KJ. Does not get better. But CISO will try to top it. Coming up next, hang on. It's Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan.